Coffee Black, and this is the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, this should be an introspective series where I come and spit out my thoughts, crazy shit that's going on in my head, funny shit that happened to me during the day, and any and everything that you want to talk about, you want to hear. Um, I'm a sponge for knowledge. I'm an avid reader, I'm an avid smoker, I'm a food enthusiast, and I love feedback, so, that being said, if you hear something here that you enjoy, then uh, let me know, if you hear something you don't like, go fuck yourself, let's start the show. Coffee Black. Hey, did you download the Anchor app yet? Because if you didn't, you're missing out on probably the best part of my show. Um, my sleeper picks are super fucking dope. And with the Anchor app, you get a 30 second snippet of every song that I select for every episode. So if you don't have Anchor, you're missing out on the best experience and the best listening uh, listening experience for this show. Plus, with the Anchor app, you can start your own podcast. Get out there and say something if you feel like you have something to say. So get the fucking app, man. Don't be lazy. It's one download, and it's uh, it's in the Google Play Store. I just found out that it's in the Apple uh, Apple App Store or whatever you guys have over there but you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't have the Anchor app it's free to download it's easy to sign up you can use Facebook even so do me a favor if you, li- if you like this show and you want to experience this show the best way possible download the fucking Anchor app and get in the show Good morning, good afternoon, good night. It's Kid Coffee Black, Fire in the Kitchen podcast. Up early with it, regular old setup. Back out here in the studio. Uh, surprisingly quiet um, this morning, man. I haven't heard any traffic. Um, but I said the same thing last night, and the birds went crazy. So maybe I should cool it, huh? But uh, you know, how y'all doing, man? Um, Hopefully, uh, your days are short, your nights are long, drinking that good water, probably smoking some good weed, um, enjoying a good book. I'm currently reading the Bobby Brown biography. Um, it's called Every Little Step, which is the funniest shit in the world to me. And uh, he's talking about how uh, just from the beginning he understood what his gift was and he knew who he was, and he knew he would be an entertainer, and how being the center of attention was always his his thing. That was his get-off. Um, it's just super interesting seeing that, or hearing that, and reading that, and uh, you know, looking at his life and looking what it, he, he had became. 
But before I get too deep into the show, let me not forget my uh my shout outs. Um shout out to the Spotify listenership. Follow me over there. Daily show, man. I'm telling you, I drop one every day, Monday through Friday. Um shout out to the Spotify list. Well, I said that already. Huh. I'm kind of stoned. Um, shout out to the Apple Podcast listenership. Um, like, share, subscribe, comment, all of the what have you, what's not, what's it. Let me get that, man. I need that. Push me to the top of the board so more people see this show, more people hear this show. Uh, shout out to anybody who is listening on the Google Podcast app. You can follow me there as well. Um, help me get my downloads up. Shout out to anybody listening on Stitcher Radio and Overcast and any of the other streaming networks and platforms. This wonderful show is available on, which again comes to you daily, man. Uh, well, I should say daily, man, Monday through Friday. So I'll be in your work week. Um, and if you haven't, you know, go back and check out some old episodes. You know what I'm saying? I got, I got quite the catalog. Um, I'm, I'm locked out of my Facebook right now. All I can do is share things. So, I don't have the ability to post the show there, um, but you can still interact with me on my, my Facebook page, Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Send me a message, man. Send me some music. Send me a book suggestion. Um, I like talking to people. I like having conversations. I'm not a big fan of small talk, but I'll talk to you about some real shit. I'll talk to you about space. I'll talk to you about animals. You know what I'm saying? Something that's actually worth something and something I can gain some knowledge from. And I think that's why I, uh, I read biography um, more or less than uh, novels or uh, fiction nowadays because um, though some of those novels and some of that shit is relatable, at times um, I get the most growth or I, I gain the most when I read about uh, the lives of entertainers or fighters. Like I said, I, I study a lot of uh, fighters, but... um. Most mostly entertainers because uh, it's almost like they live two lives. You know, the life before they obtain their riches and uh, the life that they live after. You know, what I'm saying, and they always say that money or fame or recognition uh, doesn't change you. It highlights the person you already were. So in Bobby's book, you know, what I'm saying he's talking about how he he grew up in a family full of people who wanted to be singers, people who wanted to be entertainers. He said his mom, um, his father was the funniest person he ever uh, met. Funnier than Dave Chappelle, funnier than Chris Rock, funnier than Eddie Murphy. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he said that his sisters, you know, thought that they were all singers too. He said that his dad had a dream of, um, you know, one day becoming something like the Jackson Five. He had two sisters and three brothers, or three brothers, three sisters, and it was two boys, and, um, that never came to fruition, but, I mean, ultimately, you know, he, he went on to have success, and, and, you know, ultimately to become one of the most famous people in the world, because he was married to one of the most famous people in the world, you know what I'm saying, like, he, he manifests, you know, everything that he talked about in the beginning of this book, and it's just, uh, it's interesting to see, how um how i won't say easy it is because he had to put in the work of course but our visualization uh really takes you to the place you need to be and if you keep that that singular focus that this is what you were destined to do and you keep focusing on that gift and you keep highlighting that gift 
you keep going back and you sharpen your sword and, and you practice. Because it's another thing he talked about in the book. He said, man, he he uh he wasn't practicing singing. He was practicing dancing, you know, eight hours a day from the time he was eight years old to, to when he got famous at 14 with New Edition. And um, I think that's just what was missing from from what I got going on. My mission, having the uh, the singular focus for greatness. Like I have all the aspirations in the world. I have, I believe, all of the talent in the world. But I'm missing the mindset. And I think a lot of uh, a lot of us are are trapped in the same bag, man. Like get so beat up by everyday bullshit that we uh we tend to just forget about what's going on for real. Like what what we're actually great at. I get uh get upset with myself because I should be spending more time. Here comes the traffic. I should be spending more time honing my craft, man. I should be spending more time on here talking to y'all people and 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 through that getting getting better. You know, not just better at, you know, speaking into a microphone, but better at my job, better at um, parenting, paying closer attention to the signs. Um, my, my daughter is going through something. You know, right now, I feel like I've missed, I've missed something. I've overlooked some things. I haven't been digging deep enough. I haven't been doing my due diligence as a father um, in order to prevent her from acting out. But I'm looking at it from an optimistic standpoint. Um, This is a learning experience for me. This is a potential situation where I could go a different route than that of my parents you know I could I can um I don't want to harp on this I don't want to harp on this because I don't I don't believe that this will manifest itself into future behavior I don't see my kid turning into a master fucking criminal but the potential is there because she's really really smart man she's a genius and if she wasn't 10 years old, like, she probably could have pulled this shit off. She didn't just stash it in her locker. And no, this isn't me praising her for being <clears throat> a criminal. You know what I'm saying? What she did was absolutely fucking wrong. But this is me acknowledging that there's a part of me, a, a huge part of me in her. And I understand that when I was 10 years old... Uh, I was trying to get some money. She's stealing art supplies and markers. When I was taking things that didn't belong to me, it had some real, real value to it. And if somebody would have caught me, I, ca- I probably could have lost my life. I probably could have got fucked up. So, this is... A wake-up call for me. 
And I, I the the universe has a way of uh, kicking you in your chest when you feel like you 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 feel like you've done something. <clears throat> like, oh yeah, my nigga, you you improved. Let me show you this. Let me pull this out the pocket real quick because you didn't know about this. I was hiding this from you, but here you are. You 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 were you were living in the fantasy world, but now here you are, brother. Come back to earth. Still got work to do. So I got to clean this up. I have to let it be known that uh, this will not be tolerated. This is not what, what we do. But I, I also understand how sensitive my kid is. I understand that she isn't built like me. Um, so I don't know. Um, I'm going to try my best not to raise my voice. I'm going to do everything I possibly can to find out why this is happening. But I need to go into the to it with the understanding that she may not know. She may not understand why she's doing what she's doing. Maybe I need to ask her what her plan was. Poor kid. Said she threw up three times when they caught her. They confronted her. That just lets me know she's not a criminal mastermind. You know what I'm saying? I would have stone faced that shit. Like, whatever. Am I going to jail? That's where we're different. I fear my mama, not the cops. <laughs> you calling Nikki? You calling Hazel? No? Well, fuck y'all. <laughs> That's the way I looked at it. She's just not like that. And I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that my kid is a square. I'm raising a dramatic uh, criminal mastermind. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, and I, I guarantee, I guarantee, damn, see this. I guarantee it's the answer. She had plans to sell those things to her classmates for money, and I, I'm willing to put a lot of money on that. I'm willing to put money on it. Because she understands economics. She understands that money makes shit move. She can do what she wants to if she got some money in her pocket. My girl might be 10 years old, but she know what the fuck she's talking about. So, we'll see, man. We'll see. Do I admit that um, I'm y'all gonna be mad at me for saying this, but I, I <laughs> this makes me feel good in a, in a little bit. Like it's, it's as terrible as that sounds. I know I sound like an awful, awful, awful parent, man. But like y'all. 
I'm like, yo, this kid is nothing like me. She's such a square. She doesn't like rap music for real, for real. She listens to pop. She doesn't really like R&B. I mean, what I mean, I don't know. <laughs> That's fucking awful. Oh, man. Cause I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm, I'm, I was upset the other day, but I'm not mad today. I'm not mad about it today. Uh, you know, yesterday it really upset me. It kind of hurt my feelings. But today I think about it like, man, it could be worse. I should, I should, I should, uh, go into this giving her the benefit of the doubt. Doing my due diligence to understand what the fuck is going on. And realizing that there, there, there's potential here for things to go in a direction that um, I don't want them to go in. Because I know when I was when I was her age and I was told I couldn't have things, I'm, I'm getting it regardless if you give it to me or not. Yeah, at 10 years old, I was ready. Then I was fucked at. You're not about to tell me, no. And I think my mom understood that. So she did her best to n- never say no. Or say no, but then turn around a couple days later and then say here. She was real good about that. Frustratingly good about that. Like, boy, get out of my face. You always ask him for something. Here she come with it. And then I'll feel bad because I already went out and did some stupid shit in, in, in efforts to to making it towards that. You know what I'm saying? I'll do some small petty shit, get half the money or, or, or half the, you know, you know, go go fuck with my, my peoples down the way, get half the cash. Be trying to come up with the other half. She didn't already made it happen in a day. Doing her thing. And I'm just sitting here like, oh. So I just, I, I, I gotta, I gotta make sure she understands, the, like, yo, when I tell you I'm gonna do for you, I'm going to do for you, kid. You just have to have the patience to wait. And I can learn something from that. Especially, especially when it comes to uh, relationships, man. I don't know. Um, I'm going to work on this. This is a. This is the problem that has a solution. I talked to my mom yesterday about solving my problems and stop trying to find so many of them. Stop trying to find more. Since that's what I'm trying to do right now. Trying to find out what's wrong with me instead of solving the problems that I do see. That's what I love about this show.
It's not crazy that I talk to myself for 30 minutes. Hello. <laughs> anyway, man, shit. If you fuck with me, I fuck with you, yo. Come, come sit across from me. I, I just bought a microphone. It should be here today. If Amazon isn't a liar. So, I mean, let's sit down. Let's have conversation. Let's talk about life. Let's not do the small talk thing. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's say some stuff, man. It would literally be just like we sat down and had a beer and had a conversation in the living room. Whatever. I love you, man. Because I come from this love that is ultimate and supreme. I need to call my mom back. She called me last night. Shout out to her. Shout out to Big Phil. Uh, man. Fire in the Kitchen podcast, dog. One. <clears throat> First sleeper for... Uh, this episode comes from an artist that uh, I just recently found this morning. I mean, I uh, usually I go to uh, the release radar um, playlist on Spotify and I just, you know, look around, see what's out there. And uh, this shit stood out to me. It, it is. This is fire, man. Like this. This is this is some absolute absolute fire. So um, <clears throat> this is Leslie Odom Jr., man. Um I'm guessing dude is from Broadway, he's a jazz singer and all of that stuff, but uh, this is dope, this is Jesse, I mean, excuse me, Leslie Odom Jr. Under Pressure. So again, man, like I said, uh, I just, I go to the release radar page on uh, Spotify and I just listen to everything that they post and this is another thing another little joint that I stumbled across so uh you know without further ado you know not to stretch it out any longer than it needs to be this is Pink Noise by St. Violet <laughs> 